and welcome to another episode of the Romantic About Baseball podcast. I am your host, Adam C. McKinnon, joined as often by my co-host, Jim Passon Jr. Jim? Hey, Happy New Year, Adam. Happy New Year to you, and it is a new year to us. As we begin our third season of the show, we're going to take a look back at some of our favorite moments from the past year. And there's been a lot of those, that's for sure. There certainly has, good and bad. Right, Jim. We are uh, so as we stated in the intro, we're we're talking about our some of the favorite some of our favorite moments from the past year. It's it's been it's been a year, bud. It's, it's a pretty good time of year to do this since there's no baseball. So. Right. I mean, there's baseball out there. It's just no right. major league baseball, right? But, That's uh, it. yeah. It's and, and it's funny too because you know we we've been doing this longer than a year. But this is our 53rd episode. So we've done 50, we've done a year's worth of episodes mm-hmm. up to this point. So, yep. um, you know, we, That's, we were so fortunate. We landed some awesome guests over the past year. <laughs> we like, how did we get these people? <laughs> They're just silly, man. A lot of silly people. Right, so. a, a lot of silly people, and so we picked some of our favorite silly moments. And um, I was, we're just getting right into it with our uh, one of our. This was this was one of those guests. I I this was the first guest that I got not on Twitter, and 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 I couldn't believe that she responded to us when when I sent her an email. I was like, no, she'll never respond, and she totally did. And she was a champ about it, uh, Hannah Kaiser, um, and she came on the show. It was a lot. Of, it was interesting. I remember we were like amazed at like her little apartment in Brooklyn, yeah, uh, at the time. And um, and oh, uh, cool customer, right? Like I, I remember, like I think you you dropped off the Zoom call for a little while, yeah. and we just kind of sat there waiting for you. That's to right. Get my back internet. That was when my internet chill. was like failing, yeah. like randomly, like get, and like uh, I couldn't figure out my laptop. It was like someone with my laptop I had to get fixed. So, um, yeah, the, the early days. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. Whatever it goes, it seems like that was in the past year. Holy that was, smoke. no, that, that was more than a year calendar year ago. I think it was okay. episode 16 or something. Um, gotcha. but, but it was ultimately, it, it was one of my favorite interviews because she was so candid with us and, uh, she was just recently in the role. She had just gotten the gig at uh, filling in after Jeff Passan went to ESPN She's so much better. (laughs) She's so much, so so full of life. And, uh, and she, and one of the things like we, uh, we talked about when I was doing my research, I just came across this quote about her and a, and a hot dog, her, her her disrespect of hot dogs. (laughs) And I, this moment will always stick with me. And I forgot that I said this, but I even said, if we make a montage episode, I'm going to use this and I'm bringing it back. It's hilarious. So take a listen. There's one more question, and and I I think you know what I'm going to ask you here, but I got I got to lay it on you. Explain to me why the hot dog is, and I'm quoting here, an <laughs> embarrassment to the game of baseball. I don't like beer either. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is well, that was a great. Yeah, episode. I'll suffer. I'll Actually, suffer through the week, uh, episode seventeen. Yeah, I'll deal with the patriarchy. Which underlined my like my whole big like. 
you know, baseball journalist of the people. I'm just here to write about the fans thing, but I don't like beer or hot dogs. Okay, hot dogs are too smooth. They're too smooth. This is, I need you to elaborate on this. Okay, you should not be able to drop meat and then run it under water and clean it off that way. Like, it seems, it's like the (laughs) It feels like solidified meat pudding. That that's hey Jim. If, if we if drink on that one, I had to mute. If we ever make it to like a, a, a montage worthy episode, I'm saving that quote yeah. for this. Yeah, sure. This um, is no, I'm a big fan of hot dogs. Yeah. Although I did uh, I did eat a hot dog at one of the postseason games because there's no food in the press box in the postseason. This has the- just come up. Are you re- you get out of my head because somebody was just talking about this on Twitter the other day. How the I think it was um, um, dude from Detroit. It was a it was a beat writer from Detroit uh, from the Detroit Free Press. Uh, Finnick, Finnick, uh, yeah, Finnick was just well, talking about this. People hate when we complain about this, but the point is, there's food in the regular season, and then the postseason there's not food. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? It's wait, hard for us. Um, but Did- yeah, I was in I was in I was actually in Nationals Park, uh, and I. Was so hungry, and the and the postseason very busy, very stressful. You can't be away from your com- computer for too long. And the closest thing I could find was a hot dog, and I ate a hot dog, which was probably the first time in like 15 years that I ate a hot dog, and it was really good. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wow. <laughs> hungry at that point but i was just like very very quickly ate a hot dog in like two bites wait way to compromise your principles there hannah i mean way to just way to just set it the world was the anti-hot dog lobby was counting on you and you and you let them down uh, all right so that was that was our interview with hannah kaiser her <laughs> absolute disrespect of the hot dog and yet yet she succumbed to it what killed me about it is that she immediately like copped to succumbing to the temptation of the hot dog like yeah you know, i was just at the ballpark and uh, had a hot dog and, and i liked it <laughs> it's it, it did make me kind of appreciate like the it was it was almost like you don't think about it like yeah you shouldn't be able to wash meat off while holding it in your hand and it's like <laughs> all right i mean you're not wrong I don't think I'll ever look at a hot dog the same way. <laughs> I mean, for us, I guess, human-wise, yeah, I guess. But, I mean, my dog would be like, whatever, you don't have to wash that off. Just right. It I'll, take it. I'll take it. Standards are subjective. Um, yeah. Yeah, I no. Mean, it's, it's weird to finally have the hot dog conversation, but it's not about it being a sandwich, right? It's just about right. and like it as a baseball food, and that's kind of weird. That, beer. She opened a, another portal to this debate, another facet to the hot dog debate, you know? And, yeah, uh, we needed that. And it was cool, you know. And she was just such a champ. Like I, you just don't when you're this. When we were still new to the game, and we still are new to the game, but we were so okay. new. I was really not expecting that level of like comfort and like banter. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you know it was it was our first national writer, so it was like a big deal. So I just she was just such a champ about the whole thing. Totally chill, yeah. She's she's a great guest. I would love to get her back on again and uh, spark up another conversation that ends up like that. That's for sure. Right. That was a great episode. It was. Man. So, um, so uh, next up, next up, moving on from Hannah to right. the dude she replaced your your long lost brother, uh, more popular <laughs> brother Jeff Jeff Passan. 
There's no way he's more popular. We're even, right? <laughs> we're I mean, even. Totally. We were in that. We were in that silly tournament together. Yes, that's we, right. We finished in the same place, so that's true. Uh, yeah, so I wouldn't say he's better. I would. No one said better, Jim. No one yeah, said he's, better. He, he's, he just got more burner accounts yeah. to follow himself with. <laughs> that's true. Right? He's, he's, he's see, the one that keeps. He's slam posting. dunking on himself half the time. Yeah. He, he's yeah. He's to- but this that, this was another one where like. I will say this, like absolutely the coolest, most patient, understanding, easy to talk to, like it just not at all what, what you see on social media is you can't always say this, but it it's only one facet. Like he's, he's, he is so easy to talk to and so easy to have a conversation with. And you just don't expect that you know, from a lot of, from a lot of people of, of his sort of, I guess, influence, if you will. Yep. Outstanding on Twitter, even more outstanding off of Twitter from the one time we got to hang with him. Right. And, and he was very cool about it, man. He was, he hung in there. We, we, uh, scheduled and, and rescheduled like three times and it was, and the first thing that, that he said was out of concern for us. He was he, the first thing when I texted him, said, Hey, let, let's do it another time. He was just like, Oh, I hope everybody's okay. I'll see you guys yep. next time. Whenever you're available, like absolutely one of the coolest dudes. And, uh, the, uh, and yes, it is absolutely true that we were a w- weirdly obsessed. <laughs> just a little, <laughs> it was, it was a little bit weird. I, I, I didn't realize it till like after I listened back to it, I was like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was maybe a little much. <laughs> yeah, we were kind of on top of that. But I mean, hey, I don't you know. I don't have a lot of people with my my last name running around. Yeah, pretty no. close to it. Right. So let's let's listen to when you and J- you and Jeff first met. Nice. Uh, Jim, you're shaking your head. <laughs> Do we talk about Jeff that much? I, we did. Oh. I actually, I there were two more episodes I didn't pull from. <laughs> oh my god, I might be a little obsessed. Good grief, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode thirty-three of the Romantic About Baseball podcast. My name is Adam McKinnon, your host, joined by as, as often by my co-host Jim Passon Jr. Jim, hey, how are we doing? I'm doing well, and today That's some great music. I like that music that you brought in. <laughs> thank you, thank you, well, South uh, City Riot, my former band. You can check them out. Uh, but uh, our the main story tonight is our guest, Mr. Jeff Passon. Jeff, how are you, sir? I'm finally meeting my brother after <laughs> all of these years. <laughs> He is, he is much balder than I am. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you get all that hair? Nobody in our family's got that. <laughs> Apparently, I'm the adopted one. Right. I'm, the one. I'm the one who felt like I was lacking, so I needed to add just a little thing to the O at the end and make it look like an A. Yeah, it really is passing. It's just been miswriting, and nobody's understood the handwriting for decades now. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Jim, that was... That was something, man. You mean meeting the long lost Sib, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I that was one of the better uh, moments uh, in life in general, right? Uh, <laughs> is getting that that moment right there. He's, uh, yeah, uh, just a, he's such a good character, right? And um, and like you said, he he rescheduled with us a bunch of times to get to that point where 
you know we started off just yeah having a blast man these guys are these guys are riot you had just i remember too you had just shaved like the day before like you had just (laughs) shaved your head like the day before you were looking especially like especially shiny that day and it was just like perfect um Yeah, and the whole conversation too. Like, I I didn't, you know, even have the part where we talked about like how I misnamed his book halfway through, and we were talking about like in the break, like how he's just loves like just slam dunking on people, and we yep. talked about uh, you know how he I remember he called uh, talking Jake like a nice little boy, like. Just <laughs> like, just like you know, like, and all, all in good jest. But it was just really, yeah. it, it's cool to see him have that kind of relationship with with. What kind of writer has that sort of fandom? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude, man, the, the people love it, man. It's, yeah. uh, it's it's ridiculous how, uh, yeah, the 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 memes that people have with him and it and everything else is twenty five another body. Yeah, right. I mean, he's just. Yeah, and he's earned it all. He's earned it all. He's a, he's a good he's a good person. He's hilarious on Twitter, but he's a a genuinely good person, which makes him very relatable for people. So, right. um, yeah, people defend him till the the end of the earth, even if he was actually wrong for once. But right, which he never once. misses. He never yeah, passes. Never, never misses. That guy never misses. Never. That's why we don't have him back on. Right. <laughs> it's not that he wouldn't be on like every week. I know he wants to come back. Oh yeah, I'm, I know he does. We we yeah. can do this again, right? We could do this. Yeah. 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 I mean, we just don't invite him back. But personally, I don't know if I really want to invite him back. <laughs> I mean, for a guy that was excited to like finally see his brother for the first time in you know ever, right? Right. Did he ever follow me back on Twitter? No, no. Here we are. Here so, we are. Let's get a yeah. follow. Let's get a follow back here, Passon. Come on. Yeah, nice try, Jeff. Yeah, yeah little brother. So, <laughs> uh, he might just not get. He might just uh, get invited to the the Zoom call for yeah. the family reunion this year. Whatever, man. It's, it's yeah. your choice. It's your choice. Yeah. It's your choice, yeah, right, Jeff? Wef. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> So, so next up is, uh, is one of the probably more interest. It's our only interview with a player who, um, and what I, it was Lane Adams, a a guy I actually watched play with the Braves. I'm so excited that he came on. Um, and, um, you know, we played a game, which I, you came up with this, which I thought was absolutely brilliant was Mike Trout or Lane Adams. Yeah, it's amazing what you can do with small sample size <laughs> that, that Lane Adams has. It was but, um, it was so much fun. Yeah, yeah, he was a he was a trooper through it. Because uh, I think we did like seven questions or something right. like that with him, and I'd like to say I think he got four right. Maybe he got three right. I can't remember if he got yeah, four right or more wrong. I think he got. Close. I think he. I think you're about right. I think it was like an even split kind of. But one yeah. of the things that that I I picked this question because this was the one where he actually broke down in that bat that he had with, uh, Aaron Nola. Uh, and, uh, I thought it was fascinating because he's just so candidly, like it's so hard to get baseball players to talk about their craft, but he's just like casually just talking about the at bat and what he was like, looking for. And so, uh, take, I take a listen. I think it's really cool. Heck yeah. All right. So, uh, the final question for, uh, of this Mike Trout or Lane Adams is the most recent player to hit a home run off of a pitcher with 10 or more war. The most recent person to hit a home run off a pitcher that accumulated 10 war. 
My home runs come off. Oh, uh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. We're going with Mike Trout on that one. Uh, yeah, that would be incorrect. What? It was uh, in war. It was Lane Adams. Lane Adams had himself a home run on September twenty third, twenty eighteen, oh, off of Aaron Nola. No, Aaron well, Nola is really the. No, he had ten WAR that year. Yeah, it's the only pitcher in the in the twenty tens that actually finished with ten WAR in a season. And at that point in his in that point in the season, he had already accumulated ten WAR before he even got to that start, right? So, uh, yes, so pitch. do you do you remember how that at bat went? Do you remember? Oh what the yeah, first... I remember how both of them went. I, I, I had pitch. Oh. Yeah. So uh, the the first pitch, if it was successful, would have been probably the reason why. Uh, uh, Lane Adams and Mike Trout would have had the same amount of sacks, right? I mean, I think uh, yeah. Lane tried to lay down a bun on the first pitch. Yeah, I knew he was going to throw a, a curveball, and I tried to bun it, and I fouled it off. I was like, damn it. I said, he's going to throw a changeup. I guess right and right changeup, because that's what I always do. Because no <laughs> nobody ever throws that. I'm going to sit on it anyways. And he throws it, and it's like six inches in off the plate, and I somehow hit it. Oh, it was way inside. Oh, it was so far. <laughs> like, if I'm not being a dumbass and sitting on a right-on-right changeup in an 0-1 count, then I don't hit that home run. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a normal hitter with a professional approach, with, you know, thinking like, you know, having a reasonable idea up there, I don't hit that home run. Right. <laughs> yep. Joey Votto it, does not hit that home run. No, no. Joey Votto takes that pitch nine times out of nine, Every right? Time. And then, and then laughs at it. Hit me. I got to hit it before it hits me. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was amazing how quick he turned on it. It's a great video. You'll have to, everybody, the 30 GMs that are listening to this, you just got to yeah. go to YouTube, search NOLA, search Lane Adams, and I'll say the dog shit change ups down and in. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> it, All day. It, it, Balls changeups. It was ridiculous how he got that barrel in there. I don't know. It was almost like the it was almost like the handle of the bat was between his legs when he hit that home run. <laughs> it was so far inside. It was just beautiful. It's a, it's a great video, man. It's I watched it probably I don't know too many times last night. I, I went a bit late. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So one of the you know one of the coolest things about because you never get we just don't have players on the show. You know what I mean. But one of the coolest things about hearing lane talk was just how he broke down you know he just said oh yeah i'm 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 not a i'm not a smart hitter i'm looking for a one one right on you know uh oh one uh right on right right change up (laughs) and i'm like "Uh, uh, yeah totally that makes sense to me you can't see my expression (laughs) but yeah if i wasn't the worst hitter in the world i don't hit that home right (laughs) i mean it's just I mean, he's just hilarious, right? Like, uh, he's like, yeah, why wouldn't I be sitting on a one changeup? Because, of course, that's me. That's who I am. So, right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I must have watched that video a bunch of times, too, man. It was a ton. And it was just every time I watched it, I was like, I have no idea how the hell he got the barrel on the bat, right? It's just, yeah. And like you said, he, he picked a pitch, he knew it was coming, it, 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 and then he swung at it. Right? I forgot Aaron Nola was that good. Like, I knew he was good, oh, but I forgot he had that 10 war year. Like, he had that insane stretch. And yeah. such a solid. I mean, it wasn't a 10 war year, according to fan graphs, right? It was more like, yeah. I think Savan graphs had him down like 6.8 or 7.1 or something that year. But, right. uh, yeah, baseball reference had him over 10 that year. And, and yeah, like we were mentioned, at the end of the season, he'd already accumulated that 10. <laughs> when uh when lane took him yard so yeah pretty pretty sweet talking to a 
It was cool about that. It was cool because you just, you just don't get that conversation, especially with baseball players anymore. I was, I was really proud. Like, and I didn't even know what we had until I went back for the show and listen, I was like, wow, you just don't hear a lot of players break down things like that. Just so candidly. So like off the cuff. So I was just really appreciative of Lane for that. Yeah. Yeah. As Jack Donay got signed up with the twins this past year, sucks it. We got a short season. They never really got a chance to, to, you know, get in there and, and, and become part of the team. Right. So too short of a season to, to get the break they needed. So I really hope Lane, you know, lands something here pretty soon. I mean, I'd love to see that speed on the bases. I'd love to see if anybody can actually throw them out. Yeah. I think at one point we were talking about the scouting report. You said the disrespect with a 65 speed grade. I I want to see that 70 speed on the base pass this year. (laughs) Right. No kidding. Yeah. Good egg, man. I hope he, I I wish him nothing but the best. Yeah. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Very awesome for him to come on. Loved it. Right. So speaking of friends of the show, um, the next, our next clip is with uh, Dan Samborski, who has appeared twice. Uh, the only uh, person with more uh, RAB podcast appearances than Dan Samborski, you know, off the top of your head. Uh, it's got to be uh, that Bailey Freeman guy. probably. <laughs> the guy, uh, you know, legendary 2001 Braves legend uh, uh, yeah. Bailey. Uh, I didn't have any clips from him for this show. It, it was just everything we had was just kind of like too long. Like he had that great segment with Bobby <laughs> Wallace, but um, yeah, that he ended up doing a baseball bits on, but uh, it was just, I, I couldn't cut anything from it. It was like 10 minutes long. So yeah, um, yeah you already, if you're listening to this, you already know how great. Right. Yeah. 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 Bailey is. This you, is not you, news you, here. We're not yeah, news breakers, get, but that's definitely not news. Yeah. You, if you want Bailey entertainment, you're not coming to this podcast except <laughs> for four times a year when he's on it. So. Right. And you're going to his podcast, which is in, you know, wherever it may be. My audio yeah. may cut out here. Um, but the, uh, <laughs> the, the biggest thing right now <laughs> is, uh, so, right. So coming up is uh, Dan Samborski who came on the second time and this was I'm, we'll talk about it after the clip but this I assure you what you're about to listen to listen to happened in real time because we do not do notes or scripts with Dan when Dan shows up we just hit record and we just go love Dan man jeez uh, hey, I'm glad I don't live anywhere near this guy or is never a roommate of this guy's man <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. I mean, I'd die from laughing around this guy. He's hilarious. Love so, him. so li- this is this is this is all real. This all really happened. So, so listen up. Just like you, it's cool. See, he wears glasses. You can you can do this. I'm like, yeah, I could do this. I wonder. I wonder how many uh, kids became fans of Ron Kittle because <laughs> of his glasses. Because it, it, look, look up a picture of Ron Kittle uh, in in uh, uh, Google Images if you're online. But Ron Kittle, he had glasses, and he didn't even have cool glasses. He had pretty awful glasses. Ron Kit, Ron Kittle. <laughs> Is it like the old aviators, like the ones Maddox would wear off the field? Yeah, he, they're like the old aviators, but they're not like sunglasses. They're just the the clear aviator ones. Oh, they don't look cool. yeah. Yeah, they're, that is. Those are wonderful. I'm staring at it now. I had those when I was like eight. Yeah, dude, I definitely had a pair of those, and uh, and uh, I assure you, they look just as good on him as as they did on me. And, and, and it's well, I great. See, I see somebody posted a video of Ron Kittle from 2018. He has changed glasses, so oh, I don't yeah, know he's... why. I don't know why that didn't break news somewhere along the line, but shoulda. <laughs> his Twitter handle is his Twitter handle Naked Biker. 
No. Is that a different Ron Kittle? That's a different yeah, Ron Kittle. Not, Sorry. But it, you're buddy, you're not on Twitter right now. You need to, you're on the wrong website. Yeah. If that if that's Ron Kittle, then I I need to be checking out his Twitter. Like, Ron, why would you choose that particular? Yeah, there's got to be a better choice, Rod. Come on. Well, um, let's see. Now, his his, tw- his 2020 baseball card should be a good one. Wait, I can't wait. No, they, seriously, dude. I think this is that guy. I think this is Ron. Yeah, this is Ron Kittle. His Twitter handle is Naked Biker. Oh God, it is him. I just yeah, that that is him. Okay, and, I gotta. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not following him. I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> his his his, yeah. his website is all right. So get this. I went to his website. Um, th- th- he his main picture, which is clearly a Wix site or something of that ilk, is him in front of Stonehenge with a Harriet Tubman quote right in the front. It is. I. I I'm just looking at at Kittle's site, and it's very interesting. He mostly tweets about food and cigars. He. he his quote is "Love, laugh, listen, and smile, and waffle up." Waffle wow. <laughs> up. Uh, yeah, man, this is yeah. There's this and, is. But he but he's going by Ronald Kittle, so that nobody remembers. It's it's weird to have a player, uh, suddenly change like their name. It's like it's yeah. like in that. twenty years we'll be ta- or thirty years we'll be talking about Michael Trout. Yeah, that would be that be that be weird. Like to do that, like. Like, who's your favorite picture? I like Gregory Maddox. Like, what? <laughs> Who the hell's Gregory Maddox? Oh, oh. Greg Thomas Matt, Thomas okay. Glavin. <laughs> Calvin Ripken. <laughs> <laughs> Junior, of course. The, the Esquire. I, I, I'm trying to think of any, and now I'm just dead lost. Yeah, I think, uh, Mr. Kittle, you're not listening to this, but if you are, you just gained a follower. Yeah, three of them. Yeah. I, I'm in. Yeah, let's make it happen. So he looks uh, like he makes a mean T-bone steak. He does. We should probably message him and see if he wants to come on the show. And if he's laying waffle up, he probably lives in the general vicinity of a waffle house. So I think that he is in my area. So what you just heard, actually, uh, again, I can't stress this enough because this is one of my one of the coolest moments. Because you know, Dan already a writer that I really you know kind of look up to. And then uh, out of nowhere, <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, let's just let's just Google Ron Kittle. Oh, it, it's real, <laughs> and uh, it was one of my yeah, favorite check, like real time moments. <laughs> check out his glasses, and then next thing you know, it, it goes from checking out Ron Kittle's glasses from you know Dan remembering him on a baseball card or, or whatever when he was younger, and then all of a sudden it led us to you know what started three three more followers on Twitter. It started with, I think for some reason, cause I think when it starts, we were talking about my, my love for Mark Lemke cause he wore glasses and I wore glasses and then it, that translated into, into Kittle. And I don't know. I, and yeah, it was just so funny because I just thought there's no way that's this dude. Yeah, that he would go as naked biker for some reason, right? On Twitter, and, whatever that reason is, and that's why so, Dan is like one of my favorite guests because it's just so or like he just went with it. like it wasn't like weird. No, he didn't like wince or it was just like no, this is we're doing this now. We're going down. We're we're. I'm not just gonna. It's cool when a guest will not just go down like like entertain you or whatever if you go on a banter, but like go down the rabbit hole, like really get into <laughs> into it, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Taking Dan down any rabbit holes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, going to end up in a good time. And the start of that episode, I don't know if you remember the start of that episode, Jim, but that was like when he started talking about, he had fallen down the stairs like the other oh, day. Yeah. And then he was like, I, I think I said something like, oh yeah, you must drink a lot of milk because no broken bones. And then he made some comment like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I wouldn't be a good poster child for, for mil- the Got Milk campaign because then you grow up to be like a doughy sports writer or something. And <laughs> something like that. It's that like yeah. self effacedness that I've always really found endearing. Um, yeah. He's so- funny as his all hell, man. Oh, I, I love it, man. It just, it just, yeah, I can, I can listen to him. I, I'd love to chat with him, but personally, I just like to listen to him. When he, when he finds something to rant on, he's, He's usually not wrong, and he's funny while he's doing it. So very man, true. Man, now we, I can't wait to get him back on. Yeah, he he he'll be back on for sure. I'll drag uh, I'll drag him on here. If I, have to. <laughs> I don't care. Man, just get him back on here, and then yeah, and one of these days we'll get around a Ronald Kittle. Yeah, well, well, yeah. We're, the the offer still the offer still stands. Ronald Kittle, I will buy you Waffle House breakfast if yep. you come on Waffle the show. House breakfast uh, with discuss those steaks that you've been right barbecuing up. Clearly, by, been it. barbecuing up, yeah. uh, and we'll yeah. and we'll smoke cigars while we do it. Um, yeah, from a socially distanced, uh, you know, way and all that. Um, so so last clip of the night. Um, this one was. Jim, this was one of the cool, again, and I've, I've said this, I feel like I've said this about every clip. This was really cool because yes, what we were about to hear also happened in real time. And it also happened because Jim, you did not tell me you were going to do this. You, nah. you literally just, this is when we had, we had Mark Simon from SIS, another friend of the show. We had him on like episode 20 or something, like somewhere around there. Somewhere and, in there. And then yep. it was like right as the as the pandemic was really kicking up the first time. And um, then it, will come, it was like seven and a half months later, we had him back on to talk about the year in defense and all that. Mark is, is a great guy. Um, he came back on the show and you – Totally. Like, I think I was getting ready to wrap the show up. I was like, oh, it'll just be a shorter episode this time. And then like, out of nowhere, you're like, whoa, I got one more thing. (laughs) One thing. Right. One thing. Let's go. Let's do this. Right. I mean, it's just, it's Mark, man. I mean, I, I I mean, I've talked to him a few times. I follow him on Twitter. I've heard him on podcasts. Um, Everywhere you see him, right. It's just a ball of knowledge, right. It's just amazing. The stuff that just, just falls out of him because he knows it. It's just ridiculous. So yeah, no, I felt like it was the right thing to do to be able to just what let's, let's open up a pack of cards and let's start trying to figure out who's in them. And, 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 uh, and you can tell me, you know, what team they played for that year. And he's the perfect person to try to do that silly thing with. Right. I mean, he's just that kind of guy. So. Oh yeah. Now it, it was so much fun. So take a listen. And again, my surprise and, 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 and all of this is totally genuine. Uh, so, so take a listen. A blast. Jim and I both know that. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, Mark, you're a big old baseball nerd. I've got a pack of 1988 Donruss. If I open this up and I, tell you the players names inside of it how many if you had to guess the team that they, they're in the uniform of oh, how many do you think you'll get right how many cards in the pack i think there's 15 in these guys let me see uh three puzzle pieces those are stand <laughs> usual already so i'll let that one out of the way but 15 right. picture cards so there's a chance though there's checklists in there right is the over on your like seven and a half 
That sounds good to me. Do you think you can do eight out of 15? Uh, we're going to see. I Let's guess. do it. Uh, Let's do it. I mean, because you get all of an eight, right? <laughs> completely, completely random pack. And this is, you're looking at me. I'm not cheating. I've got my hands fully out. And <laughs> yeah. I'm covering my eyes. There's no chance you would ever cheat anyway. Never. I know you, man. Never. I got you. All right. So uh, first one, we'll start off with a nice, easy one. Bob Brower, an outfielder. Oh, God. Like um, he was playing uh, his third season, and he didn't. Bob Brower, B R O W E R. Correct. Uh, Cleveland. No. Texas Rangers. Hey Jim. Uh, hey Jim. You you're, just remember you 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 flipped that card around in front of the camera. I did. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Mark did was did. nice enough to close his eyes. <laughs> I was really. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there okay. You go. Okay. Don't All right, do that. Gotcha. Bob Brower. Gotcha. All right. I did that. Yeah. I'm trying to help him man out. I'm a little right. worried here after that one. This one, this one's a little bit easier. You're gonna yep. probably do a little bit better on this one. Dale Murphy, outfielder. Oh, um, he was still brave then, right? Yep, still a brave. Yes, yeah. he was. All right, all right. Uh, Keith Millar, second baseman. Keith, wait, Keith Millar. Yeah, Keith Millar, second base, 1988. M I L L A R. Uh, no, Miller. Sorry. Miller. Oh, that's a, he's a Met. Keith Miller is a Met. Yeah, there you go. See, that's, this is right, easy. That's two. If we just, just load him up with Mets. Is this like 538? Do, do we like change the odds of <laughs> getting seven and a half, right? <laughs> right. Like, there, there's a, you can't see it. There's a little graphic on the uh, one of the other screens that's like <laughs> moving back and forth really quickly. <laughs> it's got All a little, right. yeah, it's got a little funny stuff on it too. Yeah, don't worry about the graphics. Yeah, no, you're good. It'll, yeah, it'll look funny later. All right, uh. Ray Searage, pitcher. Oh, okay. So Ray Searage, uh, and if you look at the back of his card, was a Met at one point. He's notorious in Mets history because he went one for one and had a 1,000 winning percentage. So he's identified as the perfect Met. In 1988, I would guess he is pictured as like a White Sox. That would be correct. That is such wow. a beautiful uniform. That's, I love those uniforms. That is a good man. throwback so there. Th- three to one. You just went, man, moving up this. Yeah, we're now the expectations yacht. rise, though, and I tend not to perform well in the expectations. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to the, some more common names here, right? Like Jeff <laughs> Jeff Robinson. Jeff Robinson was a pirate. In 1988, he was not he was, a pirate. Was he, he was a giant. He was a... Detroit Tiger. Oh, wow. Okay. Shoot. We got a full count over here. Wait, is that the same? Wait a second. Are there two Jeff Robinsons? There must be two Jeff Robinsons because that is. That has got it. Yeah. I think I know the Robinson you're talking about. Is that Jeff? There was a Robinson 84 to 92 and a Robinson 87 to 92. So I just got duped. We're going to call that one a draw. Because that because so the 87 to 92 Jeff Robinson. I'm sorry. The 84 to 92 Jeff Robinson was a pirate. In, in, 19, in, 19, in 1987, he was a pirate and a giant. And in 1988, he was a pirate. That's a W, right? But, I mean, yeah, he, he got... He got he, he's not job, wrong. Right? He's not wrong. I'm going to give it, I'm gonna give it to him. Not only was he so not I, wrong, he was better than not wrong. He was right. He was right, he was right twice. Could ever be. He was right <laughs> one and a half times. I, at least. I remember him. I remember him from Micro League Baseball. That's where that's I was. a win. Micro that's a League. Win. That's, that, that's almost a point for the reference. Nineteen eighty-eight, man. I was, uh, I was a eleven, thirteen. All right, all right. But you definitely collected these, like uh, outfielder Keith Hughes, H U G H E S. Keith Hughes. Oof, I don't think he had much of a career. Never heard of him. Keith Hughes was a twin. 
He was a Philadelphia Philly. Philly. Okay. Yeah. Womp, anyway. womp, yeah. Right. All right. So are, are we seven cards in? You yeah. are six in. You're up. Right. Four then it's two. only two wrong because I get credit for the Robinson. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving. Up. I'm giving giving you yeah. credit for the, for that okay, one. Okay. So four two four two four two you. All right. Wait. Okay. This is a good last name. Tommy Hinzo. H I N Z O. He is a second baseman. Uh, I'm going to take another shot with the Indians. There you go. Clearly. Wow. Indians, man. Look at that. that. Gold. Look at that. Beautiful. Look, that uniform. is a, that is a number one too. That's I think a what we're establishing right here a, is that I didn't do very uniform. much as a child. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you did about the same thing. What I, what I loved about that was how obnoxiously, like not obnoxiously, that's not the right word. How intensely competitive Mark got. Like he, there, the, he was, he was keeping like, I, you know, there's a couple moments where we reference the screen, like we're all on zoom. So like, you know, at, the, at one point I like had the score up and he was like, you can hear he's like, correct. He's like, no, no, no. It's, it's, it was, it was hilarious. Cause I just, he was really into it. And he yeah, totally was totally was. He's yeah. He wanted to make sure he, he kept score. And I think uh, if I remember correctly, I think he ended up getting 11 out of 15, I think was the final on that. He one, only so. missed. Like, I think, I think he only missed one more between uh, from when, you know, that clip and then the end of I think He only missed one more. Yeah. Like that Tommy Enzo one, right? Like, ah, the Indians, right? It's he like, was most heck, proud man? of, I saw a Facebook post that he made. And he, and that was the one, I think he actually like tagged like Tyler Kepner, uh, writer for the baseball writer for the New York times. He actually said like, I think he tried to, um, get Tyler on that question. Yeah. It gotcha. was, it, it was, it was like one of those priceless moments where you get, again, like you, you Mark is one of those people that like, when you embody, I'm going to, I'm going to throw some shade here and, and I'm sorry for this, but like, it's like if. Tim Kirkjian was like really insightful, you know, cause like, you know, the, Tim Kirkjian's big thing is this childish love for the game, but he's really yeah. not all that. I don't find him all that insightful or interesting. Yeah. Like Mark yeah. is like an insanely interesting and, uh, analytical version of, of Tim Kirkjian, like in just that childish love of the game. I love it. Yeah. He's, he really, he embodies, you know, the, the 12 year old super fan, every day it seems like right it's just it's who he is he just he loves the game he loves it just so every time we're we we hear him or we talk with him or whatever you can just you could you can tell with him that that this is gonna be you know something that uh, left an impact right whatever he's about ready to chat about it's 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 impactful enough to be left on on that brain man and and man i love listening to him when he when he goes off on stuff he's just so passionate it's it's almost like he's one of those people that you don't want to stop him from talking because mm-hmm. if you stop him then you're going to miss something interesting you know it, yeah. it's like the opportunity cost of stopping him for time or for a next question or something like that i he was the one that i always kind of wrestled with when to like jump in and and maybe try to pivot a conversation or something like that. I had a hard time with it with him because I just, I felt like if I did, I was going to miss whatever was coming next. And I felt that way about a lot of guests, but with Mark in particular, because his thing is defense, which is so under talked about uh, in so many ways. 
Yeah, he's just a guy you let. I mean, if he wants to go down a rabbit hole, you just you know, let him go down that rabbit hole, right? Right. <laughs> let's see where let's see where it takes him. Let's see where it takes all of us, right? And, and guide us on the way there, Mark. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love that guy. He's good. He's a good egg, doing good things out there in the world too. Um, you know, he's got the journalism podcast that he does now too. So, you know. Props to him, man. He's he's one of the best out there, and we couldn't be more happy that he's been on our show twice already. And right, and live, man. I would love to have him back on. Hey, I'm afraid if we have him on enough, he'd probably just take my spot. So <laughs> that's why we don't ask him too often, so he doesn't <laughs> take over for me. I, I so. can't, I can't. Uh, you know, it's your your unlimited charm. I can yeah. I can never replace that, Jim. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody on almost any podcast is either replaceable by Mark Simon. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't care how good you are at it. Yeah, <laughs> all right, I, that's that's fair. I, I am I'm for sure replaceable, so I better watch my back. Oh, too. Whatever, man. But, yeah, no way. But no, uh, I'm, I I love that guy, man. I mean, I loved all these guests that we had this year, man. It's, right. I mean, there's so many that I would have loved to have like had on. Like we didn't have a single clip with Bailey. Um, yep. I would have loved, you know, my, uh, when I got to sit down with, um, you know, Steven Nesbitt from the athletic, that was, that was one of the, uh, one, of, a really interesting interview, like just straight up, like long form interview it was wonderful. Um, Emily yeah. Walden was, was a champ when she came on. Um, you know, Heck we had yeah. the great division, pre- uh, preview series where we were with Casey, uh, with Casey Bogoslaw. Yeah. Uh, and Kevin McAlpin, um, you know, that was in the early days. That was like episode seven, I think, or something like that. Forever ago, it seems like, yeah. Well, even Bradford Davis, the guy we, uh, you know, the writer, you know, wonderful writer for the uh, New York Daily News, we had him on. That was the first episode where we had to cut the break uh, completely differently. Uh, We used all the break banter because it was just such quality conversation. So um, Uh, we had... DB first man on that was um, fun. That was like the first, honor. like a uh, real, like, you know, when we changed formats a little bit, it was, that was, she was a great, I mean, they, they were a great guest. Yeah. Um, uh, Brian, uh, D and Entrick, right. Uh, we, uh, Casey Bubba, right. Yeah. Is Casey Bubba. Known, yeah. Right? I mean, just, I'm in an analyst league with him now and, uh, I have no business being there. None. <laughs> none. Yeah. He is. So I awesome, donated though. $10. <laughs> <laughs> it's so worth it man that guy is awesome man the, the stuff that he does for for people the, the amount of time that he gave us right is it, it, we, we couldn't be more thankful for from from casey but man the uh, when you see the work that he's doing out there and the amount of time that he gives to to his craft and, and the amount of time that he gives to other people that are trying to right. uh, break into his same craft that he's working and he invites them onto the show to give him a platform, get them started up and, and help him out. He is, he is not only out there competing with everybody else, he's helping his competition along the way so that it makes for, for a better fantasy world out there. And uh, so, yeah, shout out to Casey Bubba, man. I appreciate you coming yeah. on the show. Well, and uh, you know, Eric Newsbaum, I mean, his book went ah. to, is like a New York times bestseller. Like, awesome. I mean, it, you know, um, we had Brad Belukjan, another New York times bestseller. He, he was, he was great. Um, Lots of great John Pessa. I mean, yeah, w- the, the writers in particular, just, I mean, you know, just wonderful. Um, yep. We had a lot of fun. We, we had a lot, we had a, we had a lot of 
We should not have had this much fun, Jim. We got, we got to sit on the ride home with Chris Kampka, right? <laughs> I remember that. We, he recorded the whole thing on his way home from work. <laughs> yeah, click, click, click. It's these blinkers sitting there. <laughs> that was when we turns. were using Skype, and he and you could see in the background, like he because he commuted from NBC Sports Chicago, which was downtown Chicago. You could yep. see his whole ride home from Chicago, like the backdrop of the skyline and everything. It was yep. wild. Yeah, it was totally awesome that you shared that ride home with us, man. That was, that's pretty cool. Chris is a, a great guy, man, and one of the true stat masters out there. That's for damn sure. So, yeah, yeah that was a blast. Um, it's just a uh, lot. Of, I mean, a, a lot of really, a lot of really. We could, we could talk for an hour about all these all these guests that we had, and um, yeah. you know, just a lot of really memorable moments. So there were some fun ones. There were some serious ones. There was some right. all sorts of stuff in there. Right. We had, we had Joey Mellows on baseball Brit fun, yep. but you know, also talking about minor league retraction. Uh, we had your wife on the show. We did. We that, did. Right? We, that, and that episode still, I still, uh, you know, she has not listened to that episode yet. She does not like the sound of her own voice, but, um, <laughs> I, you know, that episode to me was that episode to me was probably the most important one we ever did. Um, just because it was, you know, this is not patting our own backs by any means, but it was a very sort of unfettered, just like straight, you know, to the heart of it. And, um, you know, it, it, it still, it bears repeating. It, be, it always bears repeating. It always bears repeating. It always bears repeating. You know, you, you, when, when, uh, Robinson Cano's suspension came up, you know, we're, it, it, it came rushing back to me like, yep, there's going to Domingo Herman and, 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 um, you know, all these other players that they came back, you know, Jose Reyes and, and guys like that, they came back and played and Cano is not. And, and I'm not if that's not an a, uh, alleviation of Cano. It's just more of an indictment of how we treat domestic violence in baseball. And yeah. if you haven't listened to that, I of course would not play any clips of that. And not of course, but like I wouldn't play clips of that. It's supposed to be a fun show, but uh, yeah. play episode 20. Listen to that one. Um, yeah. It's worthwhile. And um, yeah, that's yeah. I mean. It, it, it was a year. It was a great, it was well, quite a year and change, right? That, yeah. that we've been working on all this and, and yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't thank everybody enough. That's, you know, been on the show, listen to the show of you for putting up with all my schedule. Right. Um, <laughs> it's not been easy to, to be able to, to get together sometimes and, and make things work, but, um, a lot of people have flexed and really done really good with their schedules to help with ours. Um, yeah. We record, we record pretty late, as you know. We do. Oh, yes. It's yeah. pretty good time for me, but um, <laughs> no, so a, lot of, honest, a lot of guests are staying up late. Right. And, you know, honestly, we just, we, you know, this is, we're starting to sell like a goodbye show, but I, I assure you, we're, there's <laughs> so much more coming. Um, you know, I've, I've had some life changes in the day job, as you have as well. So we, we, the winter has been a little bit slow, probably a little bit slow for a little bit longer, but there's, there's stuff coming. And, uh, I know that, you know, 2020, I mean, 2021, the, uh, the survival league is, is going to be fantastic. Um, you know, we got a lot of really interesting type of shows coming up. So, so, yeah. um, yeah, here, yeah. here's to a year. Yeah, it was, a, it was, a you know, fairly successful year for us uh that's gone by no matter 
how unsuccessful 2020 was yeah you know, <laughs> as a whole but we're kind of exempt yeah. because this this our year that we keep talking about started in 2019 we've just yeah. done a year's worth of shows so we're kind of exempt from the whole like you know uh, yeah. you know, only in 2020 thing. So, yeah. you know, a majority of it's in there, but yeah, RAB years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, nah, it would just, yeah. Uh, totally fortunate, man. Totally fortunate to be in this. Position. Absolutely. Well, Love it. Well, uh, we will, we will see y'all next time. Uh, thank you very much for listening. And, uh, you can follow us, uh, follow the blog at RMNTC baseball, Jim at pass and Jim, Adam at Adam C Mac, romantic about baseball.com. Thank you. Thanks all. Take care.